Welcome to the Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. Thank you so much for doing that. And I want to take us into Mark chapter 14 and specifically to verses 27 and 28. And uh, there it says, On the way Jesus told them, All of you will desert me. You could imagine the impact of that on the disciples to hear that every last one of them will run away and desert Jesus. For the scriptures say, God will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. And here we remember back to Jesus' words, especially in the Gospel of John, where he refers to himself as the good shepherd, connecting us also, of course, to Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. And knowing that the Lord walks with us, that he is our good shepherd to guide us, and that we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And, and so all of those very powerful images of Jesus being our shepherd. But we remember also there in John, Jesus says that he is the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. And to say that God will strike the shepherd, we shouldn't hear this and that God is uh, the father is somehow an abusive father of the son. The work of the cross is a work of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is an act of God himself. God the Father giving His Son, God the Son giving His life, God the Holy Spirit empowering Jesus' ministry and knowing the break of that union, that connection on our behalf on the cross where Jesus cries out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And He continues, But after I am raised from the dead, I will go ahead of you to Galilee and meet you there. Now, I want to invite us to do three quick works of contrast. You know, many times as we're reading the scriptures, we are meant to see contrast, and it, it, is, it is helpful to our souls, to our growth in the knowledge of the Lord, to see the great contrast in certain passages. So specifically here, first of all, Think about the contrast between God's knowledge, the Lord's knowledge, and ours. Jesus knows here that all of his disciples will desert him. And of course, as we read, they're all very shocked and they say, of course, I won't do that. Peter says, I'll go to death with you if I have to. They all deny it. They have no idea what's coming. No idea. But Jesus knows specifically. And as a matter of fact, this prophecy, the scripture that Jesus quotes is from the book of the prophet Zechariah. God has, has known from the beginning that this moment would come. And that contrast in our knowledge, I think, should cause us to have great humility before God. You know, so many times we question God. We question, why did God do this? Why did God not do that? We do not, we simply do not have the knowledge, the perspective that God does. And so we lean not on our understanding, but we trust completely in the Lord. 
So that would be contrast one, to see the contrast between the Lord's knowledge and our knowledge. Second contrast, would you see the contrast between the loyalty of Jesus and the loyalty of the disciples? Jesus, if you'll notice in verse 28, he says, but, right, you are all going, you are all going to desert me, but, and that's a really important word. That's a really important turn. That is grace right there. That is the loyalty, the faithful love of God, the steadfast love of God. But after I am raised from the dead, I will go ahead of you to Galilee and meet you there. You're going to desert me, but I'm not going to desert you. You're going to turn your back on me, but I will come to meet you. I'm not giving up on you, right? And, and this, I think, should give us great confidence and assurance in the love and faithfulness of Jesus Christ. Then finally, the contrast that I want to pull out here is, is really um, not, not all contained in this verse, but as we look at the, at the broader story, the witness of, of the Scriptures, to look at the disciples' love, loyalty, faith, courage before the resurrection, as in their desertion of Jesus, and after where they, all but John, of the apostles, lay down their lives for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And considering that great contrast, running away, deserting, standing, holding fast, proclaiming the gospel even under threat, staying faithful to Jesus even to the point of death, what is it that makes the difference between those two? It seems clear to me that the difference is they had met the risen Savior. They had met Jesus, the first fruits of the resurrection. And so they knew, they knew that God has power over life and death. And Jesus really is the Messiah. He has been vindicated. All of His claims, all of His promises have been vindicated by the resurrection. And not only that, they have received the gift of the Holy Spirit. And by Him, by the Spirit, they know the presence of the Lord personally in their lives. They know the assurance day by day the love of God is being shed abroad in their hearts. They are walking personally with the Lord. And this is the reason for that contrast between deserting Jesus and standing for Jesus. Now, what are the implications of this? It is to trust the Lord, to trust Him with our whole hearts, with all of our lives, and lean not on under our own understanding. And, and secondly, to let our faith rest in His loyalty and His faithfulness. Because so many times, I think that we, we start to let our sense of assurance rest on how we're doing. How am I doing in my relationship with the Lord? How am I doing in, in serving the Lord? And is that enough? Is that enough to assure my relationship? It is, it is not ultimately about our faithfulness. We will hold fast because of His faithfulness. He is the one who will strengthen us. He is the one who will carry us along and enable us to stand. And it's not that we don't want to be faithful. We don't need to be faithful. We do. We must stand fast for the Lord until the end. But 
is not for us. It is not in us. It is, it is because of what Jesus has done. It is because of His loyalty. It is because of the strength that He gives us that we are able to stand. And then finally, to let our love and loyalty rest on Jesus because we know Him. We trust the God we know. We have tasted and seen that the Lord is good. He has, by His Spirit, revealed His love to us, confirmed the truth of the gospel for us. And so, let us then let our loyalty rest on Him because of what we have experienced, right? Let us determine that we will give our lives to Him because we know the Spirit has shown us that He has given His life for us. These are just some of the, the, the implications. The Lord may give you others as well, but see the contrast here. See the goodness of God even in the midst of human brokenness, our brokenness. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. And until we get a chance to speak again, may God bless you and keep you.